Welcome to the LSAT Habits Podcast, where in each episode we present key habits you can master to study smarter, save time, and raise your LSAT score. I'm your host and instructor, Jimmy D of JDLSAT.com. Today we're going to discuss retaking practice tests as you study for the exam. So, right, the ideal is to uh, take practice tests of the law school admissions test that are totally fresh, that you have not seen before. Why? Because you want to simulate what it's like on test day. And of course, on test day, you're not going to have seen the test before. So, you don't want to retake tests. Ideally... Uh, you don't want to retake practice tests. You want to take fresh ones you haven't seen before, so you replicate um, what it's like the day of the exam. Now, that's the ideal. But it's not uncommon for a student who's been studying for a bit or is going to retake the exam to have burned through a lot of the practice tests or a lot of the more modern practice tests. Um, and you know, one of the, I guess, in my opinion, limiting beliefs that I've heard is, oh man, I burned through all the PTs, so I really don't have much to study. What do I do? That's a common thing I hear from students, and I get it. I get it, right? Because the ideal, of course, again, is to take a PT that is fresh that you've not seen before. But let me just lay this out here. I took the exam, got a good score, but not what I wanted, not what I needed for my goals, and so I decided to retake the LSAT exam. And at that point, though, I had burned through just about every practice test. I was one of those students in one of those positions. Certainly every modern practice test. I mean, maybe if I look back, I might have, there might have been some in the early 20s, you know, that I hadn't done or hadn't done for a while. But I think I had done just about every modern practice test, um, if not every practice test almost. So I was one of those students who had no more practice tests that I hadn't seen, and yet I wanted to take it again and increase my score. So naturally, studied, kept taking practice tests. Now these were retakes because you want to keep yourself conditioned. Went up eight points, got my target score. So think about that. I had no fresh practice tests a lot of students come to me and they're like, I've got no fresh practice tests. How am I going to study? What am I going to improve? I had no fresh practice tests. I was able to increase my score by eight points and get my target score. Now, I make this point only because this is not the horrible situation a lot of people think it is. There's still things you can do. You still have more to learn. And you still want to take those practice tests. Oh, so let's take me, my example a bit more. Right, like I still had studying to do. I was able to focus my studying. There was more to learn, but it's not like I stopped taking practice tests because there really is some value to taking them, even if uh, you know you're in a situation where you've burned through all of them. Right, because there is that endurance factor, and you want to stay conditioned. Usually, what I tell students is uh, you want to try to take one practice test a week. Now, there are some people that agree, some people that disagree. I think one a week is good. 
Um, it can work really well too, especially if you're balancing working or other things. I'm not saying it's easy, but it's sustainable. Hey, I'll do it on this day. I'll blind review it. I like to blind review the next day. Um, but even having done almost all those practice tests, there's just something about that endurance factor of sitting there for all, you know, all those sections and having to, to keep your focus and endure all that, keep your stamina going. And so you want to condition yourself. And of course you want to learn from it, right? That you And you still have plenty to learn. So again, I really want to dispel this idea for any of you who are out there who are like, man, I burned through these practice tests. Yeah, it'd be nice if you had some fresher, newer ones, but you're not in this horrible position you might think you are. There's more to learn and you can still do retakes. So just a couple of guidelines. One, why is this, why is this important? Um, because there's always more to learn. And that's true with the LSAT. It's true in life. I always try to tell my students there's always more to learn, right? Like we have to check our egos at the door. We have to, you know, just be open to whatever we can catch. Just studying for this exam and life in general. It's my humble opinion. Um, but this is true about retakes. Yeah, I've taken this exam before. But like I always say to students who are worried about retakes, did you get a 180 on it? And even if you got a 180 on it, which is pretty rare, it happens. It happens when you've been studying for a while, though, right? Even if you got 180 on it, did, did you get every question right? Because you don't have to get every question right to get a 180. And did you get lucky? And frankly, even if you got everything right and you, and you didn't get lucky and you just got that 180, I mean, these are very complex questions with, with, with a lot of layers. You, you, what else is there to learn? What other angle can you look at it from? Now, <laughs> Most of us are not in that position where we're consistently getting 180s on these practice tests and you're like, oh man, I got more. It's a good place to be, right? You, you Usually, right, you've got a lot more room for growth. But my point is, even if you've taken them before, there is room for growth. So don't let this um, misconception uh, prevent you from studying uh, or, or thinking that you don't have material to go through. So just a couple of guidelines on this. One, right, okay, fine, you've burned through, you've gone through these PTs. Did you blind review every one of them? And, you know, I think a lot of times people don't discover how to blind review or how to plop properly blind review until a little bit later in their process. So that's something you didn't get to, right? And so I would, at a minimum, you could blind review them again, but I would even say, hey, retake the exam, then properly blind review it. And... Um, Episode four of this podcast, I explain how to properly blind review. It's one of the best techniques you can use to really learn from a test. It's one thing to take an exam, but if you're doing the conventional type of review, you may not get much out of it. Blind review is something you really want to work on. So it's episode four. Check out podcast episode four if you want, or even if you're familiar with it, if you want a refresher on it. But going back to my point, yeah, you've taken PTs before. But have you blind reviewed them? So you take those PTs again and blind review them. Um, even if you did blind review them. Did you journal your takeaways? You know, I haven't gotten to too much depth with this in the podcast. I've, I've, I've alluded to it in some of them. But like, I always tell my students, okay, great, you blind reviewed them. Right? But write down your write down your takeaways afterwards. It doesn't have to be like, certainly I don't think, I think sometimes students overdo it where they'll try to write down stuff for every question. I think that's overkill and I don't think it's sustainable. But big picture takeaways for each section. What did you learn? 
What went well? What didn't go well? What do you have questions on? It works on a number of levels. I mean, one, you want to practically deal with those ideas, right? Those takeaways. Two, it does force you to really think things through and internalize these concepts. So, again, how... In some ways, this gives you an opportunity to do quality, right? Take this exam again and dig deeper. Um, and I guess, you know, that kind of brings me to my last point. Because even if, you know, when you're, when you're redoing these things, right, you can, you can dig a little bit deeper. Yeah, last time you learned a few things. Even if, if you blind reviewed properly and if you wrote that stuff down, great. But now that second crack at it, maybe you'll catch things you didn't see before because you can dig deeper, because you um, have already processed some of the more obvious things so you can catch things you wouldn't see. And an analogy I often give, it it's kind of like if you ever um, read a book again. When I was younger, I didn't like to reread books. Now I find it quite helpful because I'll catch things I didn't catch before. Or watching a movie again. Or watching a TV show again. Um, I'm a huge fan of The Office. Most of my students know it. Um, if you check out my Instagram account for... Um, for you know, for, for this, right? You might see I post a lot of office memes, but a common thing is to rewatch The Office over and over and over again. So I think I've like I'm on my tenth time rewatching it, and I'll catch little nuances, little things I didn't notice before. It's the same thing with the LSAT. And yes, I'm comparing the practice tests you take with episodes of The Office. I mean, you can have some humor in this stuff, but but seriously though, you can catch things you didn't catch before. If you're not a fan of The Office, there's movies you've seen before, books you've reread before, you catch things you didn't catch before. And I can tell you, just on a, getting more serious, of course, right, like, by journaling that stuff, I was able to find some really important patterns that were key uh, to me making the gains I needed to make. Frankly, concepts that I teach my students to this day, some of which I've shared in this podcast, uh, some of which I just regularly share with my students, but I wouldn't have learned that, you know, had I not retaken the exam and uh, been forced to rethink things and catch things I didn't see before. Now, again, I get it, right? It's ideal if you can take an exam, right, that's fresh, take a practice test that's fresh. But really, being in that place where I was forced to retake, as many of you are, it actually is an opportunity to catch things you didn't catch before. So seriously... Please do not underestimate the benefits you can have from this. And don't, it's not the end of the world. There's plenty more to learn. Take advantage of it in some ways. It really can be a benefit. Thank you for listening. Again, I'm your host, Jimmy D of JDLSAT.com. Please do subscribe to the LSAT Habits Podcast and share these episodes with friends. If you're interested in working with me one-on-one, -on -one, feel free to reach out to me and check out my website. Again, it's jdlsat.com. That's jdlsat.com.